Yeah. There's nothing's going on except kids playing pranks, trick-or-treating, parking, getting high. You don't really know much about Halloween. Happy Halloween. Getting late, I could use a drink. It means the Lord of the Dead. You thought no further than the strange custom of having your children wear masks and go out begging for candy. Trick or treat, motherfucker! The goblins get you if you don't watch out. Welcome everyone to episode two of our spooky little Halloween bonus season of the Juggalo Rewind. My name is Peter. I'm here once again in the spooky season with Chris, who is messing with his microphone already. Chris, what is going on? Trying to get in a good spot here. All excited. Spooky season. Juggalo season. Children of the Wasteland season. (laughs) This is episode two, track two. Children of the Wasteland by your homie and mine, Big Blaze. But before we get to that, you know why we're here. We make that joke every time. (laughs) You know why we're here, but you don't know who we are. The Juggalo Rewind is here to go track by track through old albums, now singles, EPs, everything. Throwing you for a loop. You didn't expect that, did you? Didn't. Now we're here. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. You're going to download. You're going to fucking rate and review, you assholes. <laughs> uh, <coughs> that's one way to uh, to get the people on your side. <laughs> we go through track by track, either telling you stories of our past or teaching you or just bringing the nostalgia back to you. If you remember these days and you're not a super fan now, maybe just remembering this will trigger some good memories for you. Maybe you were there in the parking lot in 2001 at Halloween, and you remember all of these stories. It was cold, right? I remember being cold. I thought it was super nice, to be honest. (laughs) See, I don't remember. I mean, maybe later. I guess I remember it being sunny, and I remember being there early. Yeah. Did it get colder? I remember it being like kind of nice out. You're probably right. You Um, have better memory than I do. You were, I don't know, a drunk 16-year-old sitting there. <laughs> we were partying, I'm sure. Who did Michigan play that day? That was a Saturday. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, if you are listening to this, hopefully you are following us on all social medias, at JuggaloRWD. You can find us, do our nonsense, pictures, reposts, right. stories. Uh, we like to talk back and forth with the 
Juggalo. So be a part of that. Call us, 810-666-1570. Leave us a voicemail or a text. Tell us what you think about Halloween 2001, if you were there or not. Yeah, I'd like to hear some other stories, because we have our stories we'll be sharing, but I'd like to hear what other people were uh, up to if yeah. they were there. We always like to hear other people's perspectives. Or you can email us, juggalorwd at gmail.com. And like we said, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Google, or YouTube, follow, rate, share with a friend. Let's get the party started. You ready to jump in? Yes. Everyone knows why we're here. Hollowicked, 2001. The year is 2001. Yep. The date, October 31st. <laughs> the yeah. venue, State Fairgrounds. The Our. single, three tracks, flex, <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> if you want the history of the actual <laughs> fucking disc, you can listen to the last episode, right. episode one. This episode, we are focusing on track number two, Children of the Wasteland, and we're going to go, we're, we're going to skip Hollow Wicked, yeah, and we're going to go right to the story about the after party. Because this is the Blaze track, this is his uh, album release party. Yes. One Last Gina Hood is hidden the streets, or if you were in Metro Detroit, you've been hitting the streets for like three weeks already. <laughs> Definitely. We're bumping it way <laughs> before this. Do you want to do Tale of the Tape first, or do you want to do yeah. the after party first? Yeah, let's get the Tale of the Tape. Where do we do the after party after? Yeah, I think we save that to the end. Okay. Tale of the Tape, we're jumping right in. Producer on this track, oof. We don't oof. It's Mike P, according to uh, One Less G Casket, but based off of little things I've heard, some of these Mike P tracks were actually Fritz to start with, and Mike and P finished them, over. took them over, yeah. whatever the case may be. For our purposes here, we're going to say this is the Mike P track. Maybe we could have been to start taking that off of the tail of the tape. It's going to start getting harder yeah. as time goes on. But for the for the time being, we'll say it's Mike P on this one. All right. Time on this track, 2 minutes, 58 seconds. Decent, decent time. I think that's a good window. Two and a half to three minutes. Do you happen to know, did you pull that or did I pull that? I think I did. Was that off of... So, this is goes into the next thing. This is not found on anything no. else. This is the only place you're finding this, except for YouTube. So, I'm assuming that's where you pulled it Probably. from. Um, I guess I could look, because I just ripped it, but that's long gone, so I don't know where to find that. <laughs> uh, features, ABK, Anybody it's, Killer. Sorry to backtrack a oh. minute. It's crazy that this wasn't on, like, one of them... Blaze had a couple compilations of like almost like was it called uh, casket cuts like his version of cryptic collection he had the one that was very recent so i I bet that was was, newer oh i bet it was 2019 i mean whatever the case it's post psychopathic so that's probably why they they own it yeah why wasn't it on a cryptic but they re-released no they haven't released one less g have they i'm magic ninja They've done the EP. Um, yeah, the the one last G like deluxe edition was definitely a psychopathic. Yeah. Right? So that's 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 we assume why then psychopathic owns this track. That's why it wouldn't be able to go on a weird Blaze compilation nowadays. Yeah, you would still think it would be somewhere, but uh, yeah, even in that window that he was still on the label, yeah. it's a long time still. Nowhere, nowhere at all. It's just sitting on YouTube, unfortunately. Lost to the wasteland. <laughs> And him and ABK are out there 
what would you say guarding it is that what they're doing man as a, if you're listening to this live we're a few days away from Fright Fest wouldn't it be something if they busted this boy out and played this live that would be a good one I can, I can get behind I get that. naked for that <laughs> doesn't take much to get you naked for anything <laughs> as long as Michigan keeps winning <laughs> what uh, let me turn that off I almost just turned it on we don't want to listen to it right now we want to <laughs> talk about it yeah, my thing says 2 minutes 52 seconds, and that's straight from the CD. Okay, so update that. Tail of the tape. 2.52. You know, <laughs> man, we forgot to talk about this. Fuck, I can't believe we missed it. In our normal seasons, yeah. so this is a, a bonus season, we've done Most Tasteless, Tales from the Lotus Pod, and we just finished Wizard of the Hood. Right. One of our new gimmicks is going through our... Old no, YouTube. YouTube <laughs> Fuck, and we had some good ones, so we missed out on that. We forgot to do that for the wrap-up. Yeah, But this one, if you listen to the same one I did, at the end, there's like a weird like tag of like whoever's channel. But it's like a girl like laying there in a bikini. So like if you're watching it, someone's like, you're like, you're like what the fuck is this? This isn't, but it's the same song. It's the same like. That's funny. I did not catch that. Yeah. But I'm like, oh fuck, that's. <laughs> so if we were listening to the same one, that's probably the extra. Well, hello there. <laughs> so the only note we have, and I'm sure we would get to this eventually, but we might as well say it right now. Interesting timing, because I never like put two and two together for the right. timing of this. This is a remix, or it's the exact same beat as Casket from mm-hmm. One Less G. Technically, One Less G is not out at this point. I mean, they dropping at the exact same time. Yeah, yeah, It'll be out that day. Yeah, we had it a couple <laughs> weeks early, but it's very it's weird that two songs would literally drop on the right. same day. Someone could theoretically would have gone to the show, not stopped and bought Blaze's CD or listened right. to it, and this would have been their first. They had uh, heard it here, yeah, before they heard it on the. Yeah. And I did. I did see looking at old posts from that time, a few posts saying like, "We know it's hard to find the Blaze CD. You know, not everyone's carrying it, so look around." So yeah, there probably was some folks who heard it first on this single. I can't. It just seems like they were so far apart. Technically, so, should we get to? There's a slight difference in the beat. Oh, well, you can get because that's right at the beginning, right? Yeah. So we're about to get to the meat and potatoes. So you might as well just jump right into it. So the beat's exactly the same, but throughout there's a little like creaking. I'm imagining that's supposed to be the sound of the ca- the coffin casket. But it's like a not the creaking that's on the beginning of Freak Show. That's on every yeah. No, that's a movie. that's a gate. That's a. You hear that on every oh, movie yeah. and TV show ever. <laughs> That's from a database used all the time. For sure. The, yeah, the the casket. And it, it goes throughout the whole song. It's just like on a loop of the opening. Gives it a little spookiness, I guess. A little That's extra awesome. vibe. I like that dead homie. <laughs> that dead homie. <laughs> so we're jumping right in, eh? Yeah. So let it be known. Blaze, very hard to pick up on what he says. Oh. Before we get in... Oh, Jesus Christ. Spooky season. Oh. It's an old segment. We're back. A little Booski of the Week. Do you want to get one, or do you want me to get your other do one? You, do you have one that matches this more than I do? Uh, <laughs> uh, we can both look together if you want. Look at me I'm done. I ain't got no beer, man. I'm on a Booski, huh? And a Booski! <laughs> Talk to me, man. Yeah. Dog, we 
we ain't got no fucking beer for it, Joe. I said, what? Fucking beer for Joe. Stop it. Jesus. Alright, alright, come on, where's my beer? Got a little booski of the week back by popular demand. We've done it for like the past four weeks. It's not bad. <laughs> We've had a couple Well, we times. didn't do it during the Wizard of the Hood. That's true. Um so this one doesn't match as well as you know that we would do back in Dark Lotus. Do you need another glass? No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna throw in the same one. All like right. a degenerate. <laughs> Um, but this one, good friend of the pod, Brendo, first got me onto this years ago. Pumpkin. This is the Nitro Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Now you might ask, why in the world would Pumpkin connect to Children of the Wasteland? What? I would ask, why are you doing a beer that's not local like the other ones that you have, and you're <laughs> drifting out of the city of Detroit for our Detroit-themed? Um, yeah, podcast. this one's from uh, Lakewood, New York. Southern Tier Brewing, but Pumpkin, one of the best pumpkin beers of the season. And you might say, why is it connected to Children of Wasteland? Well, if you were at the Bleach Dead Homie release party slash after party, you would have been there watching Zug Island heave fucking pumpkins at you. And one of them pumpkins hit me in the head. I'm a practice boy open. That was pumpkin. That was hay, not pumpkins. There was pumpkins as well. They threw pumpkins. The hay was the fucking disaster. We'll get to it. But... A little pumpkin for the after party pumpkins. The, were you at the after party with Jesus? Ooh, that's the, the nitro. Were you at the one with the wrestling and the pumpkin death match? Where the I little pumpkins so. were getting shot into the crowd? <laughs> All those blend together when the wrestling ring was there. I remember walking in as like Viscera was wrestling like Scott Hall or so it was something, something bizarre and I'm like it's it's past midnight. I'm watching Viscera and Scott Hall in a shitty ass little venue. What happening? But yeah, pumpkin easily available in the season. So if you got one cracker open, sounds like a gunshot when you open that boy. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, uh, little absurd. What's going on over there? You're not gonna smell this one, probably. Not through my COVID. I'm not. It smells like a typical uh, pumpkin spice beer. <laughs> I don't smell anything. Maybe I should taste it. Yeah, it's it's a goodie. You gotta f- finish off what's left. Oh yeah, you know, give me the sediment on the bottom. No, this this one's all solid. 8.6-er. Woo, we're going to get potent tonight. <laughs> Spooky be, season. It's going to be a long weekend. <laughs> oh, man. If you're, you're listening to us on this live, we're recording this on the eve of number 5 Michigan and number 10 Penn State. God God bless it. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a <laughs> top 10 matchup. What's Georgia playing this week, huh? Probably uh, no one good. Yeah, why don't you call on the hotline and tell us? You know who you are. Anyways, back to the podcast. <laughs> we should be recording live during football games. <laughs> Hear your nonsense. Just just leave a microphone live on the bar during Michigan Ohio State this year. We just hang it like from <laughs> just the hang it above like Madison Square Garden. <laughs> just leave it going. That'd be real funny. I couldn't imagine what you'd catch. Or like a ring doorbell, like uh, the video in the corner of the room. Last year, you'd see me here in tears multiple times. <laughs> Well, there's always this here. Ooh, that tastes like a pumpkin pie. Mmm. So good. All right. You ready? Children of the Wasteland? The hook. Starts off with a hook. The exact same as a casket, right? Yeah. Which... In the casket, very 
I'm not saying it doesn't fit. I guess it kind of does, but the fact that he's in a casket. <laughs> it's it's spooky, but it is his gimmick. I think in general, it's kind of bizarre having this song. Like Everything about it's weird. I'm curious, like... Why? Why? Why they just pick that track? Maybe because it's kind of Halloween and he's new to the label. They had to make something quick to like throw him on. But yeah, he, I'd be curious how long it took him to put this together. Was it with something else? Yeah. Yeah. What's the history of this track? Yeah, because this one's kind of bizarre. Welcome to bizarre. <laughs> Add that to uh, maybe we'll put this on a uh, trivia. Yeah, that's have a good him, idea. Uh, ask him what it's all about. So verse number one, Blaze. If you're familiar with Casket, that throws you off. You're like, oh, this is not what I'm used to. <clears throat> I feel like I pick up more now that we've been deep diving this of what the song's about yeah. than I did before. So that's good. Um, I don't think we're going to read every one of his lyrics like we do for Jay's because Jay's is very easy to read. <laughs> um, yeah, I cut you off you were, as you were saying about Blaze. Kind of hard to understand some of the parts yeah. of this one. He definitely rhymes fast, and in general, I find him harder to understand. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I'm not saying he's like mumble rapper or whatever the fuck people say. but like No, he's got a, just a gravelly voice that kind of... Yeah. And when he's rapping faster, it, it, and this one might have been even mixed a little rougher yeah. than most of his tracks. It's also apparent, if you compare it to the original, that they wrap the beat around the original, or right. he raps to it, because there's a couple parts where it like falls off. Yeah. On this one, they just go straight through. Right. Like, they make no mind for the Very mixtape, like, where yeah. he's just rapping over a beat that's already existing. We also, we should say... A, we're looking at two different versions of, <laughs> of what lyrics. the lyrics are, and they could be totally wrong. So if we correct each other or we skip a couple, then... I made just, my own personal notes of what I thought... Um, some of them say. Some of them were. Come on a journey with me into the land of the dead, filled with voices and mangled bodies and severed heads. Are you in agreement? I guess we can't do that. We, we can't, like, spot, spot check the no, whole fucking that, song. That was the one... That, uh, Filled with voices. I thought you said like fingers, mangled bodies, and severed heads. Because there's just the question mark. There, there's there like, is something in there yeah. that like. It, I thought it, it was like fingers is what I thought he said. And like it doesn't, like you said, is it either the mix or is it already there? Or did he like throw something in there after the yeah. fact? Like it's, it's muddled a little the bit. The beat's very loud, like blending, bleeding into his, his vocals. Mm-hmm. But it does. It paints a picture, like regardless of whatever he says there, you're painting a picture of like this dead, like, like hell's pit wasteland. And he gets into that, which I guess I never picked up on. Yeah. Um, um, after death, there will be suffocating, self-inflicted torture, severe pain. Yeah. Um, why did this is very clear? Why does everybody think that when you die, you go to heaven? When you die, you go to hell, or when you die, your system fails. Yeah. So that super clear but it in retrospect or in the head of the game i guess he's painting a picture of hell when you die yeah everything that they're talking about i know we're getting ahead of ourselves that like they're almost the keepers the children of the wasteland are like the keepers of the souls yeah. right of the the watchers of 
this hellish area. Or like they're in, they're the ones in purgatory, like deciding where you're sending your souls. Souls. I'm, now I'm just skipping around. Unless you just <laughs> want to go like each line. Um, no, I, I dig where you're going. <laughs> he definitely, if you're not familiar with Blaze, his gimmick is that of a zombie, of a dead body. <laughs> so he brings that up a couple times. Um, never mind the consequences. Eleven years of hateful vengeance. Here we go with no remorse. He's referencing the fact that he was dead for 11 years. So yeah. he was in whatever you would call purgatory or hell or whatever. But the 11 years is definitely a reference to the time that he was dead. Yeah, before he, before the, the, don't, used, don't even the do book it. of the Lotus to raise him from the dead. Sometime, somewhere in between nine days and 11 years that he was, <laughs> he was resurrected. Dead. Depending on what story you want to believe. <laughs> it's um, like a religion. They, the story of Blaze. <laughs> he came back from the dead. I thought you were going to say like religion that it just changes based on <laughs> no. how, how they wanted to fit the narrative at the time. Come on now. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. No, no I'm not saying that. <clears throat> um, we're the dead. We roam the earth, <laughs> the wasteland, my rebirth. I told you, bitch, I can't be hurt. <laughs> That's the line I always yell out when listening. Told you, bitch, I can't be hurt. Now, I didn't do the research. Isn't isn't there a song on One Last G? You can't hurt me now. Yeah, you you can't you can't hurt so, me. So he's referencing so, that song. Yeah, I mean that's kind of cool if that's the yeah. case. It's yeah. Again, we go back to these both came out on the same day. But he's like referencing it like you know this track, which maybe whatever you back to it you do oh, okay yeah there he is he's yeah. calling that out it's cool maybe he's not and we're just digging too deep into it but it's pretty spot on right i like to rewind a little bit with the juggle rewind go back all the way up we're we're just glossing over his little kind of a party at the liquor store reference yeah, not really reference but i just look <laughs> juggalo could walk to the party store yeah i didn't understand where he was going with that I'm living proof the dead can walk the juggalo to the party store. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but I, when I hear when I heard when I heard that then and hear it now, I'm just visualizing like party at the liquor store. Like, old, even dead body could come up to the liquor store, get himself a forty and party. Does everyone or does anyone not in Detroit understand what a party store is? Mm. So it's a good call because New York they're called bodegas, right? Like you fancy it up, fancy it up. <laughs> uh, it's just basically a liquor store. Corner store, yeah. Lots party of different st- names. We call it a party store here, right? But there's Overall, no party. Liquor store sometimes. But, well, you make yourself a party. You get yourself some uh, some Alizé, as we did back when we closed out <laughs> season three. Got some uh, some spooky pumpkin A couple beers. hot chips, you know. Sometimes they got subs. Sometimes they got pizzas. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Sometimes you can get gas. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun stuff. Sometimes yeah. fireworks. Just basically a liquor store is yeah. the name of the game. The main, yeah, the main product at these stores is alcohol, followed <laughs> by cigarettes, followed by snacks, and then it branches out. Sometimes there's like cleaning products. You never know. Cleaning <laughs> products. Say it's not making sense, is it? Yeah, no, it's not, please. That's okay, though. <laughs> uh, guarantee the same. Eternity without end. Children roam this place forever. Children of the wasteland. I guess I couldn't pick up is he saying that everyone who's there are children of the wasteland, or are there literally children like watching over? It's, cre- it's creepier visualizing like little children watching over. But yeah, I think he just means like you are like 
if that's like spiritual, that like you're all children of Mother Earth or right. whatever the fuck, like everyone in that realm is a children mm-hmm. of the spookiness. I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> the spookiness. I think that's what he's saying. But it's it it's creepier to visualize a bunch of creepy like almost like black eyed children hanging yeah. around. Did you ever listen? Look look into that paranormal phenomenon. No. Violent J, I think, says he's seen one before. Of course it does. <laughs> the black eyed children. They're like. Um, he has a whole song about it, doesn't he? I think he does. Was that like a bonus, though, somewhere? Was, yeah, was that the one where he, like, his solo tour or... Maybe. One-off show, or he did but, something. Anyways, black-eyed children are a paranormal phenomenon where, like, if you're somewhere in the dark, even sometimes at night, you get a knock on the door. Very spooky, very ominous. You open it, or if your car door, you have a little kid hanging outside, you open it, just fucking pitch-black eyes. Creepy, staring at you, pitch-black eyes. Like men in black or devil's uh, eyes, yeah, the blackest eyes, and they like have no like they have no emotion. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes, creepy, the ominous, like a omen of something to come. Very spooky, like the crow, <laughs> like crows, yes, not not like crow, no, crow. I mean crow, not crow. <laughs> yeah, like the crows. Lots of different crows out there in the juggalo world. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale emotionless face and the blackest eyes the devil's eyes hook repeats yeah hook the casket heard before yeah. series 60 deep <laughs> then we get abk we didn't mention so you started to but maybe before we get too far fuck where, where do we want to do this maybe it's too late maybe we should have done this before what's this the history of Hollow Wicked singles. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't we do that like in the first one? Um, I see, Jesus, I don't really fucking know. You usually like, plug that in at the beginning. People know. I would think so, but very quickly. <laughs> ICP started doing Halloween shows in 1994, minus one year that they had to delay it, and it was in December. Why did they have to delay it? That's when Jay broke his collarbone. Oh, okay, okay. It's been in Detroit every year except for one. They give out a free CD or tape early on yeah. every year. So, 94 Dead Pumpkins. 94, we uh, kind of touched on this. Yeah. 95 Rotten Treats. 96 Halloween on Military, but it was on a tape that had all three and an interview. Okay. All ICP songs. Mm-hmm. Mr. Johnson's had 97. Remix. 98 was your first song with someone else. But it was so, still there. It was just yes, there. It was yeah. ICP, Cottonmouth, and Twisted yeah. for Pumpkin Carver. Banger. 99, Sleepwalker. 2000, Toxic Love. 2001, you have, as we talked about last episode, three songs on this CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was ICP's? Every Halloween. Every Halloween. So technically, I guess you could say it for Twisted's coming up on the next episode. This is the first Hollow Wicked track of that isn't ICP. Are these the only two? Also, no, because you have a couple. You mean just solo, like considered Hollow Wicked tracks that are not ICP? <sighs> What's the first year they were at the Russell Industrial and there's like fucking seven songs? Oh, on really? There. There's like Ouija Mac has Dead Body Man 3. There's a Zug song. There's an Esham song. Oh, okay. That's like a whole fucking EP. I was out of that. I didn't see those are the ones I don't know. Um, 
but what what a huge gap though to oh yeah till you get to um non-icp what's well again long story we'll touch on that in the next episode yeah. there's a whole nother remind me there's a whole nother branch of that yeah what year is this 2001 One. what am i missing two th- no oh fuck we're wrong. We're absolutely wrong. <laughs> Rewind all of that. Be rip. I keep thinking 2000 was Toxic Love. Yeah. 2000 was the compilation CD, right? Yeah. Is Juggalo Party not on that CD? Oh, no. Juggalo Party is the single, right? The, the Twisted, ABK, and Blaze? Yeah. So that's on that compilation CD. Was Toxic Love also on it? I think so. And aren't all the ones... Look at Apollo Wicked 2002. Because <laughs> there's four CDs in that box. There's Bizarre, Bizarre Freak Show, and the Hollow Wicked CD. Hollow Wicked 2000. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Juggalo Party's on that. So I'm wrong. Yeah, Juggalo Party's on Hollow Wicked 2000. So, anyways. <laughs> Toxic Love's not on it at all. What? <laughs> no, it is. You're right. No, that's the first track. That'd be hilarious if so, it wasn't. Okay. This listed as. Toxic Love ICP first song on the EP. Then it goes through all the ICP tracks. Out of order, by the way. Is <laughs> Ghost Pumpkin Carvers, Holly and Military Street, Dead Pumpkin, Rotten Treats, Mr. Johnson's Head, Sleepwalker. Makes no sense. And then it says Twisted Juggalo Party. Yeah. So you're right. Last year was the first non Twisted. Non totally ICP. forgot about Juggalo Party. Yeah. Well, it's cause this isn't a Hollowick at 2000 podcast. Yeah, this is 2001. We didn't think about that part. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Don't call us out. We're here to party for Halloween. <laughs> you know how many beers Chris is deep right now? <laughs> it's getting late. I need a beer. <laughs> so, technically, this is Blaze's first solo That's what Hollow it is. Wicked song. It's, it's been 21 years, guys. Give us a break. It's not the first... <laughs> Non ICP, but it's still in the era of them loosening yeah. up the reins a little loosening bit. Loosening up the the rules. So on that note, is this a Blaze track or is this a Drive By track? I oh. consider it a Blaze track. I still say Blaze because Drive By wasn't. I guess it's referenced on the EP, right? Don't they reference themselves as Drive By, motherfucker? Yeah, maybe. But you're also going backwards. Like, do you do you consider? Do you consider Pumpkin Carver, Dark Lotus plus Cottonmouth? <laughs> yeah, no. You know what I mean. Like right. how far back no, can you go? No, I, I so. never. I don't consider any of these these songs from this time as drive by. Because that'd be the whole fucking CD. Yeah, of both of their CDs. Right. So. That one. That one would have been a drive by album. I just wanted to throw it in there. Yeah. So. Okay. All that to say, verse number two. <laughs> the ABK. ABK just throwing it out there. Hollow Wicked, October thirty first is back again. Have you? Was ABK at Halloween before? No, this is his first appearance. Is this... Man, now, now we're going, but we should have done Halloween in 2000. <laughs> Riders was at 2000. Yeah. ICP and Twisted were at 2000. Was Blaze at... Oh, yeah, no, he definitely... Was he? Did he open... He must have. I was thinking maybe this is Blaze's first. But this could be ABK's first. Oh, it's definitely ABK's first. Unless he was hyping for Blaze at 2000. He could have been a hype man, but that doesn't count. He's not an artist. From now on, I'm an artist. <laughs> but he wasn't an artist in 2001. Yeah, at that point, he's ABK. You know him as ABK. But he didn't have his own set. 
No, but he was not just like a hype member. Hype men to me is they have no personality. They have no name. They're like they're like a referee. They're there to like help oh, paint the picture. Okay, Vince. But they don't <laughs> they don't have a character where he's already AB. He's ABK at this point. So this is official ABK debut. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Was that ABK? <laughs> Oh, that reference went right over your head. You'd First of all, where's this going? Is going. <laughs> uh, anyways. Just stick to the road. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Go away. All right, so ABK's coming in hot. You just keep sidetracking ABK's sweet-ass fucking verse. That's what you uh, keep doing, because ABK murders it here. All right, then you tell you, what do you no, like you about? Go, no, you go on. <laughs> no, what is he, what's murdered here? You you tell me. I'm not hating on it, either. I'm just being difficult. I just I just think ABK kills it on this. I like you leading the way, though. I don't like this. Go on. <laughs> you like me reading it like it's poetry? Yeah. Uh, Halloween, where spirits are free to roam, which is a, uh, you know, kind of uh, urban legend when it comes to the the holiday of Halloween that that's when you could the barriers between the living and the dead are thinnest and you could talk to them <laughs> you're so see this is why I shouldn't lead it you're, so <laughs> <laughs> you're just talking about I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> that's what he's talking about the the barrier between the uh, the the spirit realm and the world are open and so that's what he's discussing here uh, all the dead are resurrected juggalos fully protected <laughs> I don't get that I guess if everyone's afraid of the spirits, the juggalos shouldn't be. They're protected. I like this a little, uh, little dark carnival iconography coming the up here. Pre-Lotus Lotus for yeah. him? <laughs> He's like, you guys kicked Mars out. I need to get in this. Yeah, this because this is before... Yeah, before yeah, they re-recorded before it. That we know of. Follow the path of the Lotus just to see where your life is headed. That is interesting. That he's dropping Lotus? And yeah. Did he, like, record anything yet? Because, as we discussed last week, Mars dropped the Lotus diss track. He's out of the group. They're already on shit terms. <laughs> they were on shit terms, like, three days after the <laughs> Yeah, gathering. it was very quick. Did not take long. So, yeah. I wonder when they announced that ABK was going to be in Lotus. I don't think they announced they were recording it or anything at this point. Because they're touring it. Yeah. They're doing Lotus Live without ABK. He's on the tour, but he's not... Really? Out with oh, him, yeah, because yeah, he's hyping for Blaze, right? Yeah, he's the only one who has one one set. He's like, man, I'm living in good here. Is he on the? No. He's a, oh, no picture of him with him. No, <laughs> it's a Blaze picture. Well, you know, you got to pay your dues. Yeah, his CD doesn't come out for another two years, right? <laughs> right. Um, I don't notice this in Blaze's verse, so I don't know how he. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. ABK very definitely like punches in each line Mm -hmm. right like it's not smooth it's like you can tell he wraps a a line and doesn't wrap the next line like they he does them one at a time yeah because it's he's cramming a lot into these lines so he couldn't can you imagine him doing this live there's no way like you you know what i'm saying you think think he's dropping in each line individually yes a hundred percent it does sound like it's it does sound like Jagged, like when it cuts you know, cuts to the next line. Like, I'll go one further. I think he cuts them in half. <laughs> like, I don't know if yours is like looking like mine is. Yeah, but like, I think it's like all the dead are resurrected. He does one, and then the next take is Juggalo's fully protected. Still, watch out for all the children. Cut rising up from the wasted land. Cut 
like there's a comma, there's a break in mm-hmm. all of those. I think he cuts each line, which sounds cool because he kind of has a different effect on his voice, yeah. not a, like a, a effect like post, but just mm-hmm. like how he's delivering it. But I think he's cramming a lot in there, and it, I think uh, he can still do it live. But it does sound. It sounds like it. Yeah, it's cut up, but it has a cool effect, like you said. Of, it has a cool flow. It's just it, it's this whole. It's a little crammed. You're putting a little bit of a ten pounds of shit in a five pound yeah, bag. They're both in the going best like way humanly possible. double speed when you compare it to casket for sure. Oh yeah, and it's tough. Like that's why we can't understand that. Yeah. Jesus. Um, but he is still talking about, like, the children. Still watch out for the children rising up from wasted land. Come one, come all, we all together with a hatchet in our hand. He is just... <laughs> He's like, sign me, motherfucker. He does that a lot. We've talked about it before, right? Like, he yeah. just tosses out everything that needs to be said. He's buying in. He's a company man. He is, he's, he's like, like Tommy, Tommy Dreamer. Dreamer. <laughs> Put that t-shirt on. <laughs> he just comes out in psychopathic t-shirts. Come on, Jay, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Never understood the difference between life or death. Because when we're living, we're tripping. But when we're gone, we're at rest. I'm taking liberties with the uh, the grammar here yeah. <laughs> when I read that. Is it, yeah, yeah. Why don't you call Molly like call out Violent J for the way he uh, discussed years and days? Well, it's because I'm not reading we tripping and we <laughs> gone. I can say we're tripping. He just didn't. Jay doesn't know fucking English. <laughs> he how time works. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know how time works. That's he didn't. I watched that Patreon about time and fucking oh, Joey God. V had to fill in for Jay. He wasn't there. See, he should have showed up and learned about time. <laughs> how did my man Joey V do on that? He was very quiet, very yeah. timid man. Yes. He's yeah. a good dude. It was great because Shaggy was in the middle. He was sitting in this big ass, like, like throne chair. He was like, so uncomfortable and he's like, I don't like this chair. This is amazing. You, you said this. You try it. Put him in the middle. So you, said, you just watch him back and forth. I need to watch that. I just uh, saw him recently perform. The Joey V. Good show. Son of rock. He is. <laughs> we got any Zug Dugs in the motherfucking house? Uh, maybe we'll have him on here. We need to talk to Joseph V. <laughs> Joseph V. <laughs> Joseph V. Why is everyone named Joe in fucking Juggalo World? That's true. This is three of them. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> Woken up from the dead because I'm always in a panic. Running through the neighborhood, steady yelling, psychopathic. Still, man. Like he's every company other man. Line. Uncontrollable state of mind. Look in my eyes and you will find... That the world's going crazy because the underground's alive. Yeah, all of it. Is he, talk, is he talking about the underground rap scene or the underground literal? Or both? The chuds? <laughs> the cannibal humanistic underground dwellers? Thank you. <laughs> all right, then the hook comes back again. <laughs> In the casket, buried six feet deep. This is me when, I, like, when this came out and... ABK on One Less G and then Hollow Point and Gang Related. 
I am full blown. ABK is the fucking man. I'm all all about it. Yeah, his flow here is sweet. He's like hitting on all cylinders for me at this era. Now talk about punching in every line. <laughs> this one they almost go back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. With every like, not line for line, like in each line they're doing. Yeah, they juggle it back and forth. Very tough. Do you? I don't have it where it's broken down. I think he updated it online where it's broken down, but I will try to not uh, let that stop us. Every year at Hollowicked, the dead walk amongst us. Children, tortured souls. There's another lotus line. Every year, I start the urge, no reason to have... No reason to have to burn the blood till the lotus made the save and brought me back up out my grave. Yeah, I put... From what I heard, it says, every year I stalk the earth, nobody stops to burn a blunt. That's what I thought he said. <laughs> I mean, that's better than burn the blood that was yeah. originally there. But it's nice that the lotus made the save and brought him back to life. He's he's got he's getting his uh, his uh, storyline. I like that. The, it is. He was brought back from life from the lotus. Now your homie walks forever, looking for a head to sever. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> feeling this one aren't you uh, no i like it i like the song but there's just so much verbiage that i don't and it is all over the place yeah now he's like killing people target chosen pull the trigger in your chest the bullets enter out your back lungs explode and your brutal body falls lyrically and then he like is running the guy's pockets <laughs> well you know he's always got to get get a little cash Lyrically, none of this like makes any sense. It's kind of like all jumbled over. But listening to it, it all flows. Sounds awesome. cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but dissecting the lyrics, it's very difficult. Yeah. No time. To, oh, see, so he's running his pockets. He's right. stealing all of his money, right? Because he killed them. No time to argue. You might be rich, but where you're headed, you ain't shit. See that that one is a. Uh, that's where ABK jumps in. He's like, yeah. you ain't shit. So he's saying. He took his cash on his watch. He's <laughs> saying, hey, I'm alive. I can use this shit. Yeah. You're dead. You can't use it where you're going. Right. So that's interesting. Once inside the gates, you'll see all the pain and suffering caused by you upon the earth. Only six feet deep is yours. Very deep. That Once you're dead, that's all you have. Is you yours. only have the six feet above you? Yep. I think it's a bummer for Blaze to be rapping about just death all the time. <laughs> like, literally, this whole, especially in this era, yeah. he kind of goes out of it, you know, as he progresses. He becomes like a guy from the nether void and out in or space. Out of space. <laughs> and then he becomes kind of like a weird, uh, I don't even know what he is, when he had like that, he looked like fucking uh, Jack Pumpkin or whatever from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and he had the weird, like, hat. He looked yeah. kind of like an emo, like. He was literally, like, talking about building people. Like, <laughs> He's like checking people's you know, yeah. literal casket maker. <laughs> yeah, he had a weird run. Now he's just like a dude. Like he's still yeah. Blaze, yeah, dead homie. But the whole dead homie thing's kind of gone. But in this era, early on, they're like, you got to oh. be in the gimmick. You're singing about fucking death and <laughs> being buried all the time. I'm like, yeah, wonder that'd be weird. You probably hit a, hit <laughs> a, a wall somewhere, right? Right. Where, how, how much, much more can you? <laughs> right. Now it's just like. Riders and Eastside Ninjas is him. Like that's yeah. He's just rapping like that's about he, that's shitty. he is a ESN is just blaze. Yeah, he's just, just a dude weird. rapping about sh- shit he likes. All the killings and the crimes coming back a thousand times. You're gonna pay for all your crimes. Ain't no preaching till it's over. 
That doesn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> think that whole last verse is them just killing someone and saying, well, you know, where you're headed. Right. You're going to pay for your sins, ironically. He just killed a random dude. <laughs> what did that guy do? He doesn't have any... <laughs> it's not like it's 12. Yeah. Like, looking looking back now through it, it's like, Blaze kind of la- lays the groundwork about the theme of, like, the children nut- the wasteland, what it is. ABK just is like, I'm going to rap about sweet-ass fucking how cool Halloween is. Like, yeah. this is just it's cool, like, cool-ass like, Halloween can track. He might as well be rapping his resume. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's really- 1992 to 96, Crazy Clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his really was like an interview to try to get a job. And he killed it. It was fucking sweet. I bet, but- he, bet he was wearing a polo when he got it. <laughs> he was not wearing a polo. <laughs> Professionals wear polos. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, we have Blaze laying the groundwork, setting the stage, painting a picture, ABK putting in his resume, and then then they like discuss someone who gets killed and gets sent to the wasteland. So ABK's verse doesn't really fit in the story, but I think he has the best part, that second verse. <laughs> just because it like flows? Yeah, it just sounds cool. It's a party Halloween track, like... Going back to the track we forgot, Juggalo Party. Same thing. Oh, Juggalo uh, Party track. Like that song was fire. They they have a run of tracks like that. The Triple Threat Boys. What do you want to call the Blaze Twisted Crew? Triple. Their their Halloween tracks in the early two thousands were all like have a good party vibe to them. Yeah, and this one definitely fits that. Good mix of spookiness and yeah, just enough spookiness, fun. but like one you want to throw on in a Halloween party. And then all your regular friends will be like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> all your regular friends. Actually, in all my Halloween parties, last week's track was always on the Halloween party mixes every Halloween. It's a good one. Yeah, this one, I don't know if it... All right, here's the question now that we've ended the song, right? <laughs> Does the beat being taken from Casket help or hurt it? I think it helps at the time because you're trying to establish him. It helps us. I think that's what makes it sweet for us. Yeah. But overall, to a new listener, I think it may hurt it. I I like the song, but I may like it because of the beat, in spite of the lyrics. Uh, the lyrics are a jumbled mess. As <clears throat> when you like when you just read them and try to figure out what's going on, and. Uh, as uh, Mustard struggled and we struggled. Uh, if Mustard struggled, then we all struggle. <laughs> There's a lot of parts where you're like, wait, what are they saying? But when you listen to it, when it came out, that did, didn't even register. Like you said, the beat is banging. Yeah, you're just doing the fucking you catch the, the boys couple, dance. The couple, like I said, October 31st, but okay, see my Halloween, I'm into it. But yeah, when you dig a little deeper, you're like, okay, what the fuck is happening in this track? Yeah, it's a little tough. We still love it, but it's may not be the best lyrically if you will yeah and i even hate saying it like that because that's not what i mean it's just it's forced and a little jumbled uh, maybe the story is there but there's enough little things going against it that make it difficult to like yeah push it forward when you do when you have to do a deep dive it's hard to figure out what's happening yeah but if you're just gonna listen to the song and like vibing out oh it hits all the vibe fucking checkpoints for sure all right, so we've discussed the track. Now do we want to go back and uh, discuss the Halloween after party very yeah, quickly? Yeah, I think it's fitting to... Uh, to end it with that? Yeah. This is Blaze's album release this day, and he ends the night with a little after party. 
record release party. It's uh, whew. it hasn't happened for a couple of years, but there was a little bit of a history of Halloween after parties. Yeah, I want to say ninety six and ninety seven they had them, but then this would be the first one since. It's a nice little uh, throwback to what they used to do. You said in the last episode that they announced this like two days before, right? Yeah. So, five dollars. So I guess we should restart. I can, the I can pull up the announcement. Yeah, if you if want like to. On the uh... the uh, as we mentioned, the Hollow Wicked was at the State Fairgrounds, which mm-hmm. is on Eight and Woodward. The after party was at the um, Majestic. Yeah. So that's down Woodward a little bit. Not walkable, but a good ten minutes. Oh yeah, definitely not walkable. That's a that's a hike. Because this is on the outskirts. This is like Ferndale, yeah. borderline. So before I read the post of the after party, you're discussing like the ride there. So I was with Steven Sanchez, I believe. <laughs> We're leaving. We should ask Andrew how he got there. <laughs> Do you want to know how he got there? No. I mean, I want to know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I know whose van. He... <laughs> oh, okay. I do remember this story, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but... So, this not, is funny, because we all... Not all of us go to a show with Roddy Hogan. We were all there together. We all kind of hung out, but we weren't... We all separately arrived and went. So, I was with a buddy Steve we mentioned a few times. And a friend of ours, Chris Sanchez. Comic artist. Check him out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're all pretty young. Chris is a few years older than us. Somewhat nowhere around the city. Like you said, it's a straight shot down Woodward. Some, yeah. Somehow we pulled out of the state fairgrounds with the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> Some, once we figured out, we got so nervous that we weren't going to like get in. Because they say only for the first, what was it? Which is funny. First thousand, thousand which is a lot of people. In yeah, the grand scheme of things. I guess the place only holds a thousand. So yeah, assuming how many people were at Hollowicked. Yeah, then... Yeah, you had to be at Halloween and... Did you? You couldn't just go there? Uh, well, here, let me let me uh, read right, the post sorry. as we go along here. It's so, funny that you went the wrong way, though. It's yeah. not the first time you've taken the street and gone the wrong no, way. No, definitely not. But like just the fact that we were so nervous, and in the end, like everyone was still getting funneled in. Yeah. But uh, as we move along here, this is from Jelly Nuts on October 29th. Legend of ICP.com. He says, yo, you thought the Hollow Wicked was the end of the fun. Hell no, Juggalos. Psychopathic is turning Hollow Wicked into a late night event by staging Blaze Dead Homies record release party. <laughs> Little did they know, years later, it would literally be a late night event. <laughs> yeah. It says, Blaze Dead Homies record release party starts October 31st, Halloween at midnight. Tickets are super cheap, five bucks. But here's the catch. The show is only open to those who attended Hollow Wicked, and it's only open to the first 1,000 Juggalos. So if you're not one of the first 1,000, you're ass out. Which later, when I read Jelly Nuts's, uh recap post, he's like, I was so glad they didn't cap it because they were letting everyone in after that. <laughs> a, it's not like they could fit 8,000 people in there that still has a capacity of with like 1,100. Yeah, what's the Majestic's capacity? I, I think I want, it's a little bit more. I wouldn't guess it's any more than, than 1,100. Oh, you're right. 1,100. <laughs> it's 100 extra. But they sold you. They made you believe. They do. They're good at storytelling. But that's for sure. As we went back, the state fairgrounds was pretty packed for that show, because that that holds five thousand. Is that what we probably? Said? Yeah. So that yeah, that was the post uh, announcing it a few days before and uh, on the show. I I can't. I'm sorry. I can't believe that they 
only let Hollow Wicked people in. Did you have to like show your ticket? What if you lost your ticket? That's a, I don't remember that. And as this post said, they let anyone in. So they probably were getting a lot of that where people were like, I don't have my ticket. I lost it. Yeah. And they're like... That's kind of stupid, but whatever. That's fine. I mean, I think in there, you, you imagine you sold more, at least double. You could say at a minimum double, if not triple the capacity of the Majestic. Mm-hmm. So in your mind, you're like, okay, we cap it just in case. And then once you realize you're not having the entire crowd showing up, then you just let everyone in. That's my guess of how that went. Okay. There's a, you're a guess. What? Second week in a row, you're not answering my guy. What was question. your question? No, that's fine. Go ahead. You're right. <laughs> I understand. You were asking about, like, if you didn't have tickets, and how would you do it, right? Yeah, but just like any other concert. Like, you, you have a thousand tickets. They're all sitting at the door. Mm-hmm. You pay your $5, you give the person the ticket. Mm-hmm. When you run out, you don't let anyone else in. Yeah. How fucking hard is that? But the show that you went to the first show, I think yeah. that's kind of stupid. There was no way that they like held that. I don't know. Uh, as as a as we were recording this this weekend shows, they have the DJ Clay after party, and if you're at the what the Palcast Fright Fest or Bloody Sunday, they not, have people, not Fright Fest that was listed on there. It was, yeah, which yeah. I thought was pretty interesting. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. They said they were at any of those three events. There'll be people there at flyers, and you bring that flyer, and it's a free entry, which is also cool. But you have to show the flyer again. So it's so the flyers are taken. Yeah, but kind of same concept. Like I said, I I imagine they are banking. They have say three thousand people at the state fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. So you even if you expected three fourths of them to show up, yeah, you might have people at the door getting upset. I don't, you wouldn't get upset, I guess. You just said just. First come, it's first sold serve. Out, yeah, yeah. If you get a little a, incentive to try to buy tickets, try to, a little late, late rush, kind of like uh, Vince would sell tickets. You know, a little late rush, a little last minute announcement. Maybe leave a little early so you can get down there. Some people did, I bet. I may have. <laughs> I, I remember a story specifically outside, but I'll save that until next episode. So. Remember the old. Uh, the after party at the Majestic Cafe. Now, that was fucking tiny. And the, we showed up late, and you were dressed as Jesus, and we're able to finagle yes, us in. That was good times. <laughs> that could have been one of the pumpkin deathmatch ones. That was, was that, early 2000s. This was just in the cafe, and it was Blaze, and then Twista came out with him. No, it wasn't in the cafe. It was in the... Oh, really? That the, was the one you snuck us in? Or not snuck us in, got us in. The, the one at the cafe was the one that we got Nick in. That's what it was. Okay, you're right. But uh, yeah, the one where I was dressed up, George let us in. Yeah. Because he was working the door, but he was behind the glass. <laughs> okay. Good, uh, tons of good after parties at the Majestic Complex. Oh, yeah. That's a Hollow Wicked uh, Halloween beacon. Right. Later to be taken I'm kind of bummed and nothing's going on there this weekend. I know. It's kind of a. I don't want to say disappointing that Magic Ninja doesn't do after parties, but because they had a run of like right. awesome ones. I was kind of hoping they'd announce like a last minute shelter one at this this show, but they did that one yeah. year. Remember, they're like everyone come down to the shelter. We're gonna do a what do they call it? Not a cipher, but a uh, there was like a the but that was a Hollow Wicked. That wasn't a was that for Hollow Wicked? They did it. That was when they do the Deadly Medley. Deadly Medley. That's what it was. They had like a it. whole show there, and by the time we got there, I think that's all we saw <laughs> in the basement. And it, and it was packed. Yeah. 
Anyways, yeah. where were we at? Uh, the after party, yeah, please. After party. <laughs> <clears throat> See, get sidetracked with psychopathic after parties. Yeah, it could be a whole story in itself. But that's the backstory. Originally announced that it was going to be, you had to be at the show to get in. So that's that's the announcement. Which also, so two days ago, two days before they said it was on the website. I feel like I remember first hearing it at the show when Rude Boy in the intro announced it. Announced it. Because I feel like I was like, oh shit, we have to go to this. And this is funny because the only cousin Aaron, friend of the pod, his only ICP show ever was this show, but he did not go to the after party. <laughs> so we're like, you missed the best psychopathic show. Did he go with you or he just was random? He was with there? a couple buddies. And we like met him on the floor and then lost each other during ICP. And then we all went to the after party and lost him i'm like man too bad you didn't follow us what yeah, happened maybe we have gotten there on time <laughs> i still right. made it in that's all that counts you were one of the between the 1000 and 1100 um <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to talk about what the show actually was yeah so when you got there music spooky music playing always like a bad thing uh there was a small icp set which i remember but i don't remember anything they played sans fago Maybe like three, yeah. four songs. I remember walking in during their set. So okay. either they actually started early yeah, or it took us forever to get there. I really don't remember. But I specifically remember walking in during their set. Which is crazy because you're leaving the state fairgrounds the same time they are. Yeah, unless they just fucking raced there somehow or we got delayed. See, or, maybe yeah. you went the wrong way too and you just don't remember it. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> I don't remember parking or doing any of that. I remember being there, but yeah, I don't remember the... Yeah. I remember lollygagging a little bit in the parking lot, but that's for next week. That's not for okay. this week. Eat some Sergeant Pepperoni maybe at the... Oh, I just wish. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, so I, I remember catching some ICP. I don't remember anything about it other than it was short. And then we had the Zug Island set. Great. Fucking, they had the corn stalks. We'll get into it pumpkins everywhere well, might as well just do i mean just let's do it go now through, yeah. yeah we're going through yeah. it so this was uh according to timeline which makes sense we had the zug island show for originally it was for invited guests and then they let in fans yes you went to this right yes, yes. Re- rex and i At went the to shelter that, and, uh, there's a whole story about yeah, that we'll save that for a crack tile season <laughs> but anyways <laughs> That happened a few weeks before this, give That's, or take. Yeah, I'd have to find the timeline. I'm sure. Like September, I, I think it figure was. Figure it out, but when yeah. I was digging, I felt like I seen that like mid-September or something like that. I definitely. <laughs> it was a Monday, and I'm positive I drove to school. <laughs> I was home for the weekend. I drove to school for classes, drove back for <laughs> that for show, that. <laughs> and drove back for Tuesday, just for that Zug show. Worth it. Oh, a hundred percent. But yeah, we have, there's a, there's a funny story that me and Rex always tell that I don't know if anyone else needs to know, but if we ever talk about it, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. So that happened like mid September and this would be the first like official big Zug Island set. Um, which is cool. Like I, I didn't, I didn't realize yeah. that. That's real cool. And I, I kind of remember that cause I was like curious what they were. Like, I think there was a single or two online at the time, but like, I remember being pretty fucking close to the stage and them coming out just loud as shit jamming out to the i imagine it was a short set but yeah five six songs and there was haystacks all along the stage yeah, pumpkins bales of hay yeah. just as far as the eye can see and uh so i 
we didn't get to the merch of Hollow Wicked, which we'll get to at the end. But there is specific merch just at the after party. Mm-hmm. I had a hoodie, which if anyone has the Hollow Wicked 2001 hoodie, I'd like it. I lost mine. I don't have it anymore. It was awesome. But I also, at the after party, not a specific, not an exclusive shirt, but I bought a bags t-shirt, <laughs> which I had tucked in my back pocket. And as the bales of hay rained down upon my head, <laughs> fucking hay all inside the... I was wearing the hoodie. Thank God I didn't lose it. Got to enjoy that for a few years. All the hay stuck in my hoodie, and as pumpkins and hay was raining down on me, the bag shirt fell out. It was lost into the sea, <laughs> the abyss of juggalos. <laughs> that was $20 well spent. Still there under the stage, probably. They Why? swept it right under it with all the hay. Why did you buy a bag shirt? I don't know. I thought it looked cool. So, uh, as I'm sitting here, I'm wearing a... If anyone, if anyone out there has a bag shirt, <laughs> if you want to donate it to Chris's cause... Get yeah, it back to the collection. So, I'm sitting here wearing the uh, Twisted Hollow Wicked Motherfucko shirt. I have the ICP tour shirt, which I hate. Like... Pity me of what I don't like. It's just the tour poster with the dates in the back. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I never buy it. I have that here. I had the hoodie. All like the exclusive merch. I didn't buy the jersey. Did you get the twisted orange jersey? Do you remember that? Was that the freak show yeah. jersey? I think so. I think that was the one for that. I didn't think that was exclusive to that. They had an orange jersey just for that weekend, I thought. If it's the one that I'm thinking of, where it was the number 13 and the juggalo across yeah. the back... It may have started there, but I don't... They continued I, I, after. I think so. I don't think that was as rare. 2000 was the rare jersey. 2001, I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Okay. Nonetheless, the, there's all the uh, themed Hollywood merch. Whatever reason, at the after party, I see in the bag shirt, I go, that looks cool. <laughs> I want that. What it had, like, the lyrics mark. on the back. <laughs> so dumb. I don't even remember what the front looked like. This is a green picture of them. Yeah. Let's see, that would look cool. Green, spooky picture of them. So dumb. <laughs> Mr. Pothead over here getting the bag shirt. <laughs> but regardless, or irregardless. Do you have any memories of Zug's set? Kind of. Like, I don't remember the songs, but I do remember the hay. I feel like either through singles online or from seeing them, like, me and Rex kind of knew the words. Yeah. So that's always funny, like... That was definitely in that era of um, going to shows. It's been like Blaze, for, for yeah. sure. You saw him so many times that you knew the words right. before it came out. Like, we used to do that with Paradigm yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like we knew it, but I don't, like, have a vivid memory of, like, right. set list or whatever. I remember but, it being loud, because it was a band, and it's different for different, most psychopathic yeah. shows. I always remember, too, you were... Big defender of Zug. Oh, I still am. I love Zug Island. <laughs> but like I, on PT, going back digging, you'd always be like, I know it's not rap and what people are into. <laughs> but I yeah, give it a chance. I was like, <laughs> you were the, the, the Zug dude at the very beginning. <laughs> we joked about it, but the, the, we didn't start it. That night, Rex and I said Zuggalo. We were like, <laughs> right. we're Zuggalo. I was like, this is a new word. It fits. Fits well. And yeah, I stand by that. I'm I'm still a defender of them. I like Zug, but I only know like that first album. Well, I only have two. <laughs> so you're halfway don't they, there. Don't they have some like random tracks out there floating around? They have the two, uh, they have a best of, 
and they have with like four new tracks and then they have the two on like Spotify that are like seven or eight songs each okay. but they're mostly there's covers there's repeats mm-hmm. there's one here you go now we're just talking Song Island <laughs> there's one on one of those called Idiot that Rex and I heard them play all as I punched the microphone <laughs> all through that early era and yeah. never made it to a CD. And we're like, whatever happened to that song? And then you and finally like, heard it somewhere. Yeah, and 20 years later, we heard it. And it's like, oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like, that's what we were waiting for. That's cool. You find something like that. What was the question? Oh, defending Zug Island. <laughs> no, uh, just, yeah, talking about Zug at the time. Yeah, fucking love them. Still do. I'll go get a Zug tattoo right now. <laughs> get a Zug t- remember, well, one more stop on the Zug train before we move along in the after party. Do you remember the sweet-ass Northern Lights Lounge? show we see them i don't remember it as much as i wish i did but yeah it was like acoustic zug with we sin were, just sitting in a chair singing we were sitting at like round tables yeah and like so we were sitting and a friend of ours uh we call Re- ref call reggie his name's reggie <laughs> but we haven't referenced him is what i'm saying reggie we have a friend been, reggie we call him reggie <laughs> well, i don't think you've referenced him on the pod yet but if you're from the metro Detroit area and you're you in know, juggalo you know, you know him. he's the mayor of the juggalos but i remember he was like at a round table a little bit ahead of us and he kept looking back and like pointing at us because we like he knew we were like into them and he was singing louder than yeah <laughs> yeah that place had a shuffleboard northern lights lounge is a cool little bar but anyways that was zug island and i'll just tie that up with one quick one that no one else will care about at that show at the acoustic show, yeah. they played an STP cover that I didn't really know mm-hmm. until after the fact. Now, every time, when now we're tying up multiple stories, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My boy Joey V ended up playing for Zug. Yeah. Now, when he does solo sets, mm-hmm. he specifically does that STP cover. The last time we went and saw him, when we came in, he saw me. And he put it on the set list. <laughs> yes. Because he knows that, That's like, your jam. <laughs> because I forget what, what we were doing. We were somewhere, and I'm like, what, what, oh, maybe it was a Zug set. And I'm like, why don't you guys do Atlanta anymore? And he's like, oh, fuck, I need to talk to G Money and tell him, like, we need to put that yeah. back in. So I think he associates that with me, and he did it. He played it earlier in the night, and when he saw me and Melissa come in, he's, like, he's like, I usually don't play the same song twice, but we're going to play it again. <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> so that's a real cool song. So that just ties back to that. Yeah, that, that acoustic show. Yeah. That's probably the last time I've seen those guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't see them at, like, a, a random Hollow Wicked? Or? <sighs> Could have been. But I haven't, I haven't been to a Hollow Wicked since... 2011 it's been a long time they did some randoms but yeah, yeah. no I, I feel you it's they're I don't want to say they're few and far between but they're hard to to catch up with oh I love Zug Island we talk about them forever <laughs> but who do I love almost as much as Blaze so that's what we're <laughs> I seen you look at some up so I didn't know if you had something oh no I just I'm finding there <laughs> the bag there's your bag shirt can you see that? Yeah, that cup, that's the front. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know why I bought that. On the back has the lyrics, I hope you brought the papers. I know you brought the trees. For roll another joint and pass that, that shit to, to me. To the other day, it really about me. That, 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 that beat was so fire like on that track. Fucking, whole fucking Man. song on there. 
They had a bunch of good weed smoking songs. Hydro, man. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Bag show. Anyways, we're down to the headliner of the after party. Blaze Dead Homie. This was his record release party. He uh, fucking tore doing, it up. Doing triple time on the on the show. He did fucking Dark Lotus. He did his solo set elegant, and now he's back headlining the after party. Doing songs. He's like that, fucking Macho Man at WrestleMania Five. The did, dude's fucking all did out he there. Change his outfit every yeah, time. I'm sure he did. He's like CM Punk at the uh, 2004 TPI, changing his tights. You may yeah. hear it for that in the future. Just be on the lookout. Big Blaze, hold it down. So I did get a few notes. I think this is from the Jelly Nuts recap. Madrox, what, a, what a fucking show. The first one you're going to say, I'm already going to mark out for Madrox it. came out for Grave Ain't No Place. <sighs> Have they ever done that since? Maybe they do it right now on this tour. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll be on stage naked. Naked. There's going to be a lot of jizz all over that show. <laughs> that, I, even at the time, yeah, I remember, marking remember hard how for that. cool that was. Yeah. We're like, this is fucking awesome. And then Jay came out for Straight Out of Detroit. I don't really remember that, but I, I mean, remember that because you had Jay, you had everyone there. That might be the only time that was ever done because you had Jay, ABK, and Blaze all doing that live. Yeah, it's one of those songs that like they should have been doing a million times with all of these. Right. But yeah, how many times did all the pieces fall together? fall together? But those are the only two notes that I have from that recap or some other recap. I have no other uh, rundown of what tra- track listing was, but. Are we, I I think I don't remember if it was on the last episode, but very tied to how they looked at the show, I distinctly remember Twisted coming out all white face paint with X's over their eyes. Mm-hmm. So that, that was kind of like a different look for them. Right. Why they did that for no like are they supposed to be dead like you know right. like Mario when he's got X's for eyes? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember? The story, like the, the was Jamie no, yeah. okay. involving Jamie Mandrax on what, stage. What <laughs> song was it? I have no. Clue. I mean, it had to be during this because unless he just hung out afterwards. I feel like there just everyone was partying. Yeah. like everyone was on stage. Yeah, yeah, very like crew show where everyone was just like celebrating Blaze's album, which is cool. Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, no, you go ahead. You're good this, at telling the story. This is how I remember it. <laughs> Everyone's on stage. There are people, fans, marks, if you will. <laughs> Juggalos. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Up on stage, you know, they nicely get removed when yeah. they're there for too long. There is a girl who is up on stage for way too long. As he's explaining this, we were very close to the stage. We were at. I feel like we're on the stage looking at it to the right. Yeah, like right pretty two, fucking two, close. Two, three rows deep. Yeah, right up there. <laughs> this was right in front of us. Because we already had the hay rain down on us during Zug, so we're right up there. And we are blaze marks at this oh, yeah. point. 100%. This girl is lollygagging up front. <laughs> I picture her being like a step or two off of the front of the stage. Mm-hmm. No one's doing anything about it. Fucking <laughs> the multiple man himself, Jamie Madrox, <laughs> takes a running start. Oh, yeah. And fucking, the back of the stage. fucking pushes this girl. Do you remember? 
Do you remember him pushing her or kicking her? I thought he gave her the boot to the ass. <laughs> I wanted to say that, but then I didn't know if he just like two-handed her. I kind of remember the big boot. Yeah, I thought he kicked her in the right in the buttocks. And just <laughs> fucking right down. Right she was flying crowd. into the crowd. Oh, <laughs> She was not having getting off the stage, but he sure fucking put her off. <laughs> oh. Man, that was the era, though. If you're hanging around a little too long... Someone's going to toss your ass. Yeah, that's that's the price you pay. Happened to me at a Cottonmouth show. <laughs> yeah, that's not his fault. Like, that's not a anti-Jamie story. No, that was like a fucking pro-Jamie right. story. Different times. <laughs> if you do it again, that's what you get. Yeah, fucked up people dancing on stage too long. You should know. You should have a sense of where you're at to know. Okay, yeah. I've been I did a little something to get off. Happened to me. As I said, Cobb Mouth Kings, Clutch Cargos, I got on stage. I wasn't even, I don't think I was drinking or high or anything at the time. I was just on stage, <laughs> crowd surf, started dancing. The, the tax man came up behind me, just boom, elbowed me in the back. I went flying into the crowd. So it happens to the best of us. You know, and you. You know that, like, nowadays I'll be like, well, you have to ask him nicely to leave. And like, but I mean, yeah, there's a time. Well, now there's more security, like, people in charge of that but if you just like hunker down <laughs> someone at every venue in the country is going to choke you out yeah push you down <laughs> drag you out like there's no right uh, and it's more so in wrestling that if you step over a line it's free yeah, re- shot wrestling and football is like an unspoken football. word did, <laughs> you watch, like, did you watch recently that guy who was protesting the the monday night game no, I forgot what he was protesting. He ran out. He had like a smoke grenade or whatever in his hand, <laughs> and security couldn't catch him. And I forgot what player it was. The player see him. He's like, "All right," steps out, just rocks him to the ground, and holds him down. So the security grabs him. He just walks away. That's like, great. <laughs> and that's you could argue that you shouldn't be doing shit like that. But yeah, if you put your no, once you once you enter their realm, it's fair game. Yeah. I think that should, I think that should be an unspoken word. Like, I'm fine if someone wants to leap onto a stage, onto a field, into a ring, but they also consequences. It should happen. Yeah. And I love both of them. I love watching the participant, and I love watching the fucking yeah. act or football player or wrestlers rock. Them. If you're a wrestling fan, if you've ever seen someone get in the ring with Eddie Guerrero. Macho, macho, macho man. man in the late 90s WCW. For yeah. whatever reason, everyone wanted to jump in the ring and Macho Man was in the ring and it was awesome. Yeah, that was the dumbest idea ever. <laughs> man, Eddie knocked out at least yeah. one or two people. That ladder match? Yeah, him and RVD, right? Someone jumped oh, in the ring. Fucking knocked someone. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's fair game. So and, and Jamie didn't really do, he didn't like do anything other than just I said a little boot ski. But in my head, he ran fucking the furthest distance oh, yeah. possible, as fast <laughs> as possible. And I don't know if anyone else saw it, but we definitely saw mm-hmm. it. It was right in front of us. That's uh, researching for this uh, episode. I said season. These couple episodes. I was like dying just to like stumble on some YouTube video of. Because this is pre cell phone camera. Yeah, no one's videotaping. Like you had shit. to have a legit camera. Even like audio. I would love. Because there was audio of the Dark Lotus set from right. this Halloween and that's it. And the next year, there's a ton of audio and shit from O2, and I'm like, man, I would love to have found some after-party shit. It's funny that you say that, because me and Rex were just talking about this. It's got to be out there, but if there's any bootlegs of 
99 Hallowicked mm-hmm. or 2000 Riders Christmas Party. Yeah. That's me. Like, I, <laughs> snuck, in who... a, I snuck in a recorder. And but you don't like, have that footage anymore? Uh, it was audio. Well, it you wasn't audio anymore. It's just... I may have it on tape, <laughs> but if you see it like floating around, yeah, you're the one who made those recordings. Yes, so I don't. I'd have to look to see if I still have copies. <laughs> but yeah, for sure, I want to say I made covers. Yes. So like you know, you right. record a tape and send it out to someone. <laughs> like I, I thought we made little bootleg covers. So yeah, if yeah. anyone has those, you're welcome. <laughs> but I did not do that. No one. Yeah, I wish I would have right. at this point. Yeah, because we, we always uh, paint this after party as one of the best Juggalo shows we've been to. 100%. Yeah. It's it's tough because there's been a couple... Man, I guess we're already talking about it, right? Like, there's been a couple that were above and beyond awesome. Mm-hmm. And just off the top of my head, Carnival Carnage Show was awesome. Oh, don't bring it up. I didn't go. The Christmas party that they did, the acoustic, yeah. was awesome. Stuff like that. And there's there's something else I'm missing, but this for the longest time was up there. It, for me personally, this could be a top five yeah. show that I ever went to. And nothing like out of the ordinary. Like they're just, but like no. like you said, Madras coming out for that track, Jay coming out for um, Trail Detroit. It was like super hyped. Like the crowd was fucking wild for it. Yeah. Zug's first set, getting wild, throwing shit. ICP without Fago, I'll always give props to because I fucking hate their shows with Fago. I, I hate it. I love the Fago. So it's fun, but to, it's, to see that was to like, me, oh, it's always cool. it's always something cool and different. Remember, speaking of a couple of nights before the old Shaggy show at the Token Lounge, do you remember we went to the ICP show at the Token Lounge? Yes, it was the fuck. Talk about them. <laughs> that was gonna, a nice little surprise. They were going to do like the. Uh, 17 coins of love or whatever and like that was the first one and then they didn't <laughs> well, do that. Well that was supposed to be part of that? I'd... No, it wasn't those five <laughs> wasn't those five coins. Oh, it was something different. It was like they were doing something for charity and it was like one per month and if you like it was uh, the acts of love or something. Yeah, it was a charity show because you had to bring stuff for or was you donated for the Humane Society. That was a Humane Society show. Right. But yeah, they only did like one or two and then that was But like, man, that was the same show that there was a they were gonna do wrestling right, and we were like, "How are they getting a fucking wrestling ring in the token lounge?" They didn't the ring break? So yeah, that's we drove we drove by because I live right here, and I'm like, I could see them setting up, but I couldn't figure out. But then we went to the show. I don't know what they expected because they did hoodoo, someone else, and then ICP did like a million, but it was super cool in that tiny yeah. little building. Even though they only probably the same that they did here, they probably only did like eight yeah. songs. They didn't play for an hour and a half. That's how Shaggy was last year there, but it was super cool because yeah. he did like five songs that like are bangers and some of you don't even hear live much. So those are always little hidden gems when you catch them for those little mini sets. Yeah. Uh, last year's uh, Yum Yum Bedlam, a little race party. Mm-hmm. That was, that was like four set. songs, not even much, but four you don't really hear. <laughs> the fucking school bus song. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's the only time they've done a beautiful yum live. Yum. Yeah, <laughs> the only Yum Yum song they've done live, and it was there. No. They no, no, not beautiful. Not not that one. The one that they do with that fucking asshole. That's their new Lugs Diamond off of Yum Yum Bad Luck. They did that at the release party? Yes. God, I don't remember that. He came. I don't think he came out and did it. What's his name? I don't even know what his fucking Roadside name Roadside Ghost? Yes. <laughs> I don't think he was there. I think it was just Jay. And we're like, what is this? But that's the only that's time they've did. played that. Okay. But yeah, they did the... 
<laughs> the Christina Aguilera song. Yeah, that was great. Marked hard for that. Oh. Yeah, when you can see them do a little one-off shit, that's always yeah, always cool. So hopefully you know, this this weekend as we're rolling into Juggalo Weekend, we get a little fun flavor out there. It's highly possible. Highly possible. Maybe the DJ Clay after party. Who knows? Yeah, there's always uh, <laughs> it, it's a fine line between surprises and telling you when something's going to happen so that you know yeah. to be there. Yeah, we were in a good era of surprises, but you know there might be more. You never know. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, if not, but you gotta you gotta try. You gotta go for them. Speaking of surprises, we're happy to bring you this little <laughs> bonus surprise. These little Hollow Wicked one episodes for you. Um, do you have anything else for the after party or for Children of the Wasteland? No, that is all. All right, that was cool. I like talking about that after party because that was yeah, oh, one, one of the cooler things yeah. we've ever been to. It's cool to be able to bring up things like that that kind of tied to a song but are not you know we wouldn't be doing an episode on that so it's cool to be able to like bring those things into the songs yeah we touch on little stories like that but this is definitely a reason to yeah. talk about it so if anyone uh wants to talk about that you've been there you have other stories you know where to find us at juggalo rwd on all social medias call us 810-666-1570 or email us juggalo rwd at gmail.com like and review and all that stuff wherever you listen and uh share with everyone let everyone know what fun we're having over here just drop in halloween episodes right at least expect that so that's, <laughs> that's how we do it a little treat ski all right i think that's it for children of the wasteland stay tuned if you haven't already listened for uh episode three soon to come already in your inbox as we speak <laughs> so once you're done here click over there follow along we're becoming a binge worthy podcast dropping them all at once we are people are <laughs> not going to be able to keep up that's why we're going to take a little break yeah that's a little break for season up. four my god i need a rest <laughs> all right that's episode two children of the wasteland juggalo rewind we will see you next time thank you all music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. <laughs>